Hello, welcome to another episode of Grassroots Security. This is Neil. I hope everyone is having a wonderful day. This is just going to be a quick update because I finally replaced my microphone. Thank you, thank you. I really do hope that it actually makes a difference. It really does. You do not sound like me anymore. Okay. I didn't even think that I sounded like you. I was being polite. Thanks, Carrie. As usual with the disclaimer, the opinions here are my own and relying on any information from this podcast is at your own risk. Now on with the show. Angarda Shekana, or the Irish police, provided a recent advice on the continuing occurrence of invoice redirect fraud. This is nothing new, but from time to time, criminals will target certain types of businesses or industries. Another name for this will probably be invoice manipulation or diversion. The U.S. Federal Bureau of Investigation, or FBI, reported back in 2019 that between the period of June 2016 and July 2019, the exposed dollar loss from victims amounted to $26 billion. But this covers the whole of business email compromise, of which invoice redirect fraud is an example of. That is a lot. Yes, Carrie. And that's the reason why the criminals are really well-funded. What is invoice redirect fraud? Well, it's someone pretending to be a known supplier to customer, and they will send a phishing email asking the bank details that the customer pays into to be changed. This is typically targeted against someone working in finance or accounts payable. So the next time the customer pays the supplier, they will be paying to the fraudsters or mule's bank account. What is a mule? A money mule or mule for short is basically someone who transfers money acquired illegally on behalf of the criminal. Money mules may be unaware that they are participating in an illegal activity thinking it is legitimate employment, but it's not. He was angrier than a mule chewing on bumblebees. The invoice redirection tends to be undetected until after a few months, depending on how diligent the accounts receivable is in the supplier. It is not uncommon to see invoices not being paid and may take around 60 to 90 days or longer before they raise the flag with the customer. And depending on how big the invoice is, it could be from thousands to millions in your local currency. Why does it occur? The primary reason is that payments can go undetected for a period of time and can be a significant amount, especially with bigger customers who may be acquiring services in the hundreds of thousands to millions. There's a bit of research that needs to be done by the fraudster, but they will try to find out what are the suppliers of the customer. They will also try to identify who works in the finance department, especially accounts payable or even use the email distribution list of the finance or accounts payable team. And these email addresses are often easy to guess. How do people protect themselves? Being vigilant when it comes to emails asking you to change bank details is quite important. But there are a few tips. 1. Verify that it is a legitimate request by contacting the supplier using verified contact information. This means never use information in the email. There was a recent case in Ireland that occurred because the person contacted the supplier using contact details in the email. 2. If you receive the request on your mobile phone, you may want to wait until you are in front of a computer as sometimes emails on phones make it difficult to determine if it is a scam. For example, it does not show the email address of the sender, only the name. 3. Do not diverge from your internal processes when it comes to changing details of suppliers. Organizations typically have internal financial processes on handling requests for changes. 
follow them. Do not succumb to the urgency that may be mentioned on the email. Unless it is life and death, nothing is really that urgent where even pausing makes a difference. For those who are more technical, hopefully your organization is 1. Implementing Sender Policy Framework or SPF and Domain Keys Identified Mail or DKIM. These methods are meant to prevent email spoofing. And 2. Implementing Domain-Based Message Authentication, Reporting and Conformance or DMARC. This builds upon SPF and DKIM to ensure that your email domain is not spoofed or a fraudster pretending to be your organization. More information on DMARC can be found in dmark.org. Settings SPF, DKIM, and DMARC are not difficult. The issue is when you are using third parties to represent you and send emails on your behalf. If you do not track them, then it becomes a bit more difficult as you will need to configure it for monitoring first to ensure that emails are not being rejected or dropped. What if it happens to people? As this is a crime, and depending on your internal processes, you may need to reach out to your local security team or manager, and they will in turn contact your local police, your bank, and your supplier. This is to try and recall the funds as well as try and collaborate with the receiving bank or law enforcement where the receiving bank is located. Depending on how quickly it is detected, you may be able to recover some of the funds. But oftentimes, people act too late or are afraid to report it to law enforcement, which is why the fraud on business email compromise or BEC amounted to $26 billion in 2019. That's it for now. I hope this has been useful. Have a great rest of the week. Bye-bye. Slán Kafal, take care and keep safe.